0: This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's Community Access Media Organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we
1: play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. This show may contain strong language or adult themes. Listener discretion is advised. There is nothing wrong with your radio. We are controlling transmission. You are about to experience the awe and mystery which reaches through the inner mind, too. The Outer Limit Frequency. Good evening, my name is Ricardo. My name is Sam. And this is the Outer Limit Frequency. (laughs) On February 22, 2022, Mark William Lanigan passed away in his home in Ireland, age 57. For nearly 40 years, he was one of Alternative Rock's great cult heroes, chameleons, and greatest survivors. From his early years rubbing shoulders with Chris Cornell and Kurt Cobain in the Pacific Northwest, to becoming one of the most prolific and sought-after collaborators of his time, Lanigan has truly carved out his own path through Rock's gloomier side. As an enormous fan of the man and his music, his passing a couple of weeks ago was a huge hit to me. So what better way to pay tribute than to spend the next hour giving a small tour of his work? Although an hour isn't really enough to do it justice, but that's a problem for another day.
2: And probably the best place to start would be with Screaming Trees. And honestly, we could do an entire episode about this one band. But for the sake of this episode, I need to boil it down. Way down. Screaming Trees were one of the most important and pioneering bands of the grunge era, and while they may not be recognised to the level of Nirvana or Alice in Chains in that scene, they have had one of the largest legacies out of all of them. I mean, we know how great Mark Lanigan was, and it all started here. The band may have ended long before their time due to issues with creating a worthy follow-up to their 1996 album Dust, but in their short time they made a hell of an impact. So from dust, this is all I know
0: Fight for the piercest skin. Then come back down to earth again. Coal is creep, the deepest side. telephone line Gotta get away, gotta get away, get away Gotta get away for the little gone I'm to say all I know Should've been, could've been I killed the last way out of this Swayed by deceitful kiss. Said you better stay, said you better stay, better stay Said you better stay, for the home Come back down to earth again Cold is creeping deep inside Disconnect the telephone line Gotta get away, gotta get away You better stay. Say you better stay. You better stay. Stay. You better stay for it's all gone. Gone away. Oh.
2: Alongside his time in Screaming Trees, Mark Lanigan was also making a name for himself as a solo artist. This would make up the bulk of his own releases, and actually started right in the middle of his time with Screaming Trees. I'm jumping straight to his second studio album, 1994's Whiskey for the Holy Ghost, here, because, well, it's really good, and the first one's not. Far removed from the other work he was doing at the time, this is a much more bluesy album, as the title might hint at. This is also his second album with Dinosaur Jr. bassist Mike Johnson, who would go on to be a mainstay of Mark Lanigan's albums. So this is Carnival.
0: Where in the world have you been? It's as strange as i ever lived. So you're coming along to the sideshow I'll be falling all over like dominoes For girls aside sad in their eyes They're all standing around being hypnotized And welcome me back to the firing line You smile again in the dark give it closed anymore. Tell your mom that you're gone to the freak show. I'm crawling all over the carnival. Just scratching a stitch in a skin. I'm moaning for more of the medicine. And I'm Trying to look like you just might know, but all of the good that you see just went right down and into. I
1: Whiskey for the Holy Ghost was followed four years later with yet another attempt to wrangle the blues into new and terrifying forms. With Scrapes at Midnight, Mark Lanigan's transformation into the dark passenger of Seattle Rock was complete, a far cry from the wild-eyed, wild-haired primal poet from Screaming Trees. By now, his voice was a much more refined instrument than it had ever been, with many of the songs here taking advantage of that with a muted Leonard Cohen-esque quality. I've always felt as though this was the point when Mark Lanigan's ability to write songs finally caught up to his ambition. As a result, this album breathed new life into his career and his actual life at a time when so many of his peers were losing theirs. From here, Mark had only a short way to go before he would find his biggest spotlight. But first... This next track is Praying Ground, a song that would resurface 11 years later on his album with Soul Savers. More on them later. Hey, we should do an episode about alternative tracks, right? Mm By the end of the 90s, Lanigan had established himself as a serious artist, independent of former associations, and he had a legitimate following that was entirely of his own. The new millennium started off very strongly with the release of Field Songs in 2001. Now, this wasn't a radical reinvention of his sound as much as it was a deliberate refinement of everything he had done to this point. The leap in sound quality and production is rather noticeable for starters, but the songs don't lose any of their edge as a result. And the name Field Songs was no accident, a reference to America's superficially idyllic but deeply problematic history. So it was only right that many of the styles of music that went into this album, from country to gospel to blues, are all genres associated with the American South. Field Songs does tread a lot of the same ground as his earlier work, rife with tales of failure and addiction and loss, but this record's strength lies in its ability to allow for a small light of hope to pierce through the gloom. And this is the album's almost title track, Field Song. Let's walk down to the
0: water. There's hyacinth and bloom. I spend my days loving you. I left these fields because I never knew. To be a horse, to be a train I wouldn't have the heart but Next to the tracks you find an apple cart Together, no more, to move along. Together, no more, to move along. See the water, it's mixed with light. For you, I've been shaken. Regarding the fields, humbly mistaken.
2: After Screaming Trees fell apart in 2000, we didn't have to wait long for Lanigan to join another band as a full-time member. He pretty quickly joined up with his desert rock buddy, Josh Homme, and the band Queens of the Stone Age, who you may have heard of before. Becoming a full-time member from 2001 to 2005, where he handled co-lead vocals, some backing vocals, and keyboard duties. Like Screaming Trees, Queens of the Stone Age are another band that have had a pretty huge impact. And like Screaming Trees, we just don't have the time to get into them right now. So for now, from Songs for the Death, this is Song for the Dead.
1: Fresh off his increased exposure alongside Queens of the Stone Age, Mark Lanigan started to work on a record that could best capitalize on his momentum and what an album he made. One that, by my reckoning, is his all-time best. Bubblegum was released in 2004, and it's an album that feels like it was built on the backs of favors from his friends, and the record is all the stronger for it. It boasts members of Eagles of Death Metal, Dinosaur Junior, Afghan Whigs, Masters of Reality, Guns N' Roses, and obviously his buddies and Queens, as well as a couple of strong appearances from PJ Harvey. I like to think that Bubblegum and Songs for the Deaf in many ways are two sides of the same coin, and not just because nearly a dozen musicians appeared on both albums. Where Songs to the deaf was all about driving rhythms, dense guitars, and rock and roll maximalism, Bubblegum explored the shadowy spaces between the high-octane riffs and the cocky swagger. But Lanigan's obsession with deconstructing the blues for his own devious means remained. It can be heard throughout Bubblegum, but rarely is it more pronounced than it is on Like Little Willie John.
0: There was nothing I could do.
1: From 2005 to 2016, Mark Lanigan turned his focus towards being a reliable hand for others rather than his own solo career. In fact, after Bubblegum, he didn't release another record entirely of his own for another eight years. Luckily, that album was Blue's funeral, which is excellent, so all was good with the world. But that was followed by the lacklustre imitations and the oddly forgettable Phantom Radio. 2017's Gargoyle finally set the record straight and returned Dark Mark to the heights of his previous form. Whereas Blue's funeral dipped its toe into a mishmash of pitch-black romanticism and wandering electronics, Gargoyle confidently embraced the goth and post-punk influences that had underpinned his work for so many years. And once again, this frequent collaborator had little difficulty tracking down some solid hands to help him out, including Greg Julie, Josh Homme, Jack Irons, Duke Garwood, and Iggy Pop. While the upbeat and off-kilter Emperor is probably this record's standout track, we're instead going to go with Beehive. It's another in a long line of Lanigan stories of loss and addiction, but this time it's being delivered with the agency of somebody who has survived the ordeal and come out the other side still in one piece.
0: Gets me just gets me
2: well, this is not where our show is ending tonight. Straight Songs of Sorrow was the 12th and final studio album from Mark Lanigan. And that sounds just wrong. But really, it is a good way to leave things. An album inspired by Lanigan's own memoir, Sing Backwards and Weep. This, to me, is along the same lines as Bowie's Black Star, in that retrospectively, it's just an incredibly fitting farewell. It's also the first solo Lanigan album that doesn't feature Mike Johnson, which I would think would be weird, but no disrespect to Mr. Johnson, but this is just fine without him. While it may not be among his best work ever created, it's still top-tier music, and as I said, a fitting end to a long and winding road. This is Stockholm City Blues.
0: Staring out the window of this hotel Singing, waning giant, nor the moon. Brother Allo, are you good for a few more bucks? I promise someday soon I'm gonna change my love The rain is making rivers of the Stockholm streets, soaking through my coat, through my boots, to my feet. Tell me when enough's enough I went to my knees with the medicine again yeah. I felt the slightest sting as though an insect bit
1: So pretty much this episode so far has looked at Mark Lanigan's solo career. But as we have mentioned, he was also well known as a prolific collaborator and eager guest musician in great demand. In a 20 year period, he has worked with a rogues gallery of artists, which includes but is not limited to Queens of the Stone Age. Obviously, Moby, Uncle, Twilight Singers, The Breeders, Slash, Earth, Cult of Luna, Eagles of Death Metal and the Manic Street Preachers. So to close up this episode, we're going to look at some of his best and most beloved works as the quintessential hired gun. And when you have a voice as dark as as rich as nicotine-flavored gravy, it would make sense to counterpoint that with something perhaps lighter, softer, and sweeter. Enter Isabel Campbell of Bell and Sebastian fame. Together, they released the critically acclaimed Ballad of the Broken Seas in 2006. The album was even shortlisted for the Mercury Prize, but the fact that Campbell, Scottish, shared the billing and writing credits with Lanigan, American, certainly caused some pearls to be clutched. Despite this minor hiccup, the pairing was so successful that two more albums followed, Sundays at Devil Dirt in 08 and Hawk in 2010. And as good as they are, I don't feel as though either reached the same heights as that original collaboration. This here was the only song on Battle of the Broken Seas, that first album that was entirely written by Lanigan. So this is the one that caused all those problems. This is Revolver.
0: Still missing, still missing something. You never know what it was. And I'm not one for thinking twice, but I know this much—it's true. The
3: earth will turn.
0: Start barking A bell starts ringing And you're still missing And after all Don't I feel like nothing Like walking away Like a mouthful of rain I'm holding on Cause you're my revolver
3: And I dreamed of it
2: Nicole Atkins is a singer-songwriter along the same lines as Chris Isaac or Roy Orbison, a modern crooner type. So on paper, it really wouldn't make a lot of sense for her to have anything to do with a grunge-slash-desert rock guy like Mark Lanigan, right? Yeah, but also, like, listen to him. The dude has a voice made for this kind of music. Sure, it may have been a tad rough in places, but I mean, Tom Waits sounds like the human embodiment of gravel, and he still does this kind of thing. So you take an overdramatic Guns N' Roses song like November Rain and give these two a go at it? Well, it certainly doesn't lose any of the drama, that's for sure.
0: Feel the same Nothing lasts forever And we both both know Hearts can change going, no one really knows who's letting go today. Walking away. If we could take the time to lay it on the line, I could rest my head just knowing Or I'll just end up walking in the cold November
1: SoulSavers is a band that brings together producers Rich Machin and Ian Glover with a wide variety of musicians. And when they find someone they like working with, that relationship often sticks around for a little bit. Their 2007 album, It's Not How Far You Fall, It's The Way You Land, finds Mark Lanigan appearing on eight of the 11 tracks, five of which he co-wrote. So it was a good showcase for our guy, as was the next SoulSaver's Savers album, Broken, from 2009, which doubled down on Lanigan's penchant for gruff, lonesome Americana. His time with Soul Savers was relatively brief for just two albums, but it does really go to show the instant gravitas and credibility that he lent to a project. Soul Savers have actually just recently released their third album with David Gahan from Depeche Mode, which I say is a pretty suitable replacement for someone who is so irreplaceable. But it has to be said that the initial pairing with Lanigan is what put Soul Savers on the map, and certainly put eyes on their work from Dark Mark's existing fanbase. For my choice of track here, I'm taking us right back to the start of The Soul Savers meets Lanigan Bromance, with the first track they ever wrote together. This is Paper Money from It's Not How Far You Fall, It's The Way You Land. In 2007, Mark Lanigan and good friend Greg Julie from Afghan Wigs finally formalized their working partnership with the launch of their Gutter Twins project. The name was a tongue-in-cheek homage to the Glimmer Twins, the nickname that Mick Jagger and Keith Richards gave themselves, and nothing is cooler than a self-given nickname. But of the two, Julie is definitely the preening Jagger to Lanigan's forlorn Richards. In 2008, Gutter Twins released their sole full-length album, Saturnalia. Named after an infamous Roman festival of decadence, Satinalia stands out as one of the only duet albums that I can think of in which both vocalists are male. I can't say why that is for sure, I've got a sneaking suspicion that gay panic comes into it somewhere. But of course their two voices work together beautifully. Saturnalia was followed up with the digital-only EP later that same year, but despite years of teasing future material from this point, nothing ever appeared. So we can count a second record from the gutter twins among the potentially great projects lost forever. This is The Stations.
3: Oh, mama,
0: ain't no time to fall to he says he has arrived he has arrived there by the grace of god go i Don't.
1: And thank you once again for tuning into The Outer Limit Frequency. If you enjoyed what you've heard from us today, please jump onto your uh, streaming service of choice and you will find lots of episodes from us. You're guaranteed to like it. It's a guarantee. And since you're guaranteed to be coming back next week, we
2: are going to be taking a look at bands with multiple vocalists at any one time, not like one after the other.
0: Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon.